It would have been quite a dramatic scene to have encountered uh, a leper or a group of lepers. They, uh, they typically stick together, having been mostly abandoned by the rest of society. Uh, lepers would form together in a colony. These colonies persist to this day. There are a few left in the world where uh, these uh, men and women who are, are inflicted with this disease uh, kind of remove themselves. They, uh, they find comfort in their, uh, in their group together, knowing that they uh, won't necessarily infect others. But they would uh, yell out, um, both in, in times before up to, up to present times. They would uh, cry out unclean, and, uh, and sometimes they would even uh, ring a bell before them, making all kinds of noise unclean, unclean, they would say, making sure that all of those around them knew there's something to avoid here, have to stay away. We are unclean. There is danger. And they did so because it was for the benefit of, of all. And it was uh, perhaps an easier way of dealing with things then. Um, physical health, mental health, and spiritual health all kind of seem to be combined together. We can see other instances where this uh, kind of setting a person outside of the community was a way of dealing with them. Uh, we encounter unclean spirits uh, that inflict people that uh, are often even chained outside of town. We see people who are possessed, who are sick, uh, Christ time and again encounters these individuals who are not clean or not part of the normal society. He encounters them outside of the villages and cities to which he visits, and he, he cures them. He interacts with them. He encounters them, and he calls them to something different. And for the Jewish people, all of these, all of these maladies, all of these ways in which humanity is inflicted were kind of uh, grouped together. And it was somewhat easy to do so. If you avoid those things which are unclean, you avoid people that are unclean, you avoid situations that are unclean, and you do the ceremonial washings, you do all the things prescribed by the law, well then, you're clean. And if you're clean, then you're probably moral. And if you're moral, then you're doing a pretty good job. So it was kind of an easy, an easy way of doing things. You just, all the unclean over here, all the clean over here, we have a nice divide in between, and, uh, and we go from there. Uh, we, uh, we, we make our way. Um, we, uh, we find a way to, uh, yes. They, uh, and, and so they would have uh, been able to, to, to say that these are, these are the, the people that are, are outside the community. And so, it's different now though, isn't it? It's a little bit more complex than that. We, uh, we can't just as easily say, this is where uh, the, the spiritual malady is and, and this is where it's not. In fact, the, the things that are loud, the things that often cry out and get our attention are um, those things which are attractive, aren't they? 
those things that, that cry out to us, that you know, ring a bell and are shiny and bright and often bring attention, are those things to which often distract us from God. And so it's quite difficult anymore to, uh, to separate. And, and I don't think that's quite what God had in mind anyway. I think when Christ came as the Son of Man, he uh, told us that the things that make us unclean are the things that are from the inside, not the things that are on the outside that make us unclean. And so there's a, uh, a complication there. Christ doesn't come to, to make things easier. He, he kind of complicates matters. And indeed, these things that um, call our attention, these things that distract us, these things that uh, bring our attention away from God and, and what is good, often cry out, imitate me. Imitate me, imitate my ways, imitate my desire for possessions, my desire for power, my desire for popularity. Imitate me, imitate me. Paul, on the other hand, uh, cries out, imitate me because I imitate Christ points to something else, points to, to Christ who calls us to something more, something better. In this season of Lent, the season that is coming up, we have the opportunity to, uh, to discern, to, to fix our ears so that when we hear things, when we encounter uh, difficulties in our lives, when we hear those things that are shiny and loud and distracting, we can ask ourselves, is this truly what is leading me to Christ? Is this shiny and loud thing that which uh, calls me to something greater than who I am? Or is it calling me away from Christ? We don't any longer have uh, a way of saying, well, those people there, they're just the unclean ones. We recognize that we all have our difficulties. And Christ has a way of encountering all of us in our uncleanness and our leprosy, in our spiritual malady. He doesn't run away from the leper. In fact, he takes them by the hand, something that most Jews wouldn't have done, wouldn't have even dared to do. And he doesn't dismiss the fact that they have something that is weighing them down. In fact, the first thing he does is recognize it, this is your malady. You have leprosy. Let me heal you. He doesn't dismiss that which weighs us down. He recognizes it. He looks it straight in the eyes. And he doesn't dismiss also uh, the relationship with the priests. There is much to be said there. That the healing is complete. Christ sends him to the priests of Aaron. He said, go show yourselves to the priest. They have a role to play. They are the connection with the community. With their help, this unclean person will be reintroduced into the community of God. And so Christ works within that framework. He uses it uh, to be a sign of his love and his mercy. As we enter into Lent on Ash Wednesday, let us be conscious of all of that noise that is in our lives, all of that which is shiny and bright and uh, distracting, and ask ourselves in a real way, in an honest way, is this truly leading me to Christ? 
or is it leading me somewhere else?